Good evening, good mountain from the Spoken Metal Show, and this is episode 37. Getting close to 40, I don't know what I'm going to do when I get to 40, which is pretty much how I, I treated my life. This episode's going to be about Metal to the Masses and the first heat and kind of my sort of experience with that and how the kind of the whole thing was. I found it really, really interesting. So I thought I'd kind of share that using obviously going through the, through the, through the podcast. Um, Metal to the Masses 2019 Liverpool is going to be several heats, four heats, I think, and then a, and then a final. Um, what is Metal to the Masses? Well, that is uh, like a competition, like a battle of the bands, if you will, where a whole group of uh, bands play each night. The best one goes through to the final. The person who wins the final then goes to play uh, the Metal Festival for all Bloodstock on the uh, new Blood stage. So it's a really, really great opportunity for a band to kind of um, you know make the make the, make a name for themselves if you will really kind of help push them to the, the next level experience what it's like to, to see the big stage and work with you know around great bands and great acts it's a really fantastic opportunity i can't state that enough how how important that is for for bands uh, to to see that kind of part of the, uh, of of it is and more than anything i think the key thing was the it shows bands as a route, a route to kind of getting from being a, a local band to raising your profile to being you know, famous, if you will, or successful, or whatever, all those trappings you see. But it's a really good, in a world where that isn't always obvious, by going on like reality shows and what have you, it's a really good route one of, of kind of making your way through to, to, to that type of thing, which is fantastic. So it was held at, e, or is being held, because there's other heats, at EBGBs, which is a venue in Liverpool. And if any kind of like uh, where you go downstairs, it's like an underground type of venue, if, if you will, with kind of brick walls and whatever. It's perfect, perfect metal venue. It's kind of split to two sections. Well, three technically, I suppose. It's split to th- three sections. One section is obviously this long sort of run with uh, the, the, the stage on one side and, and the sound desk on the other. And nothing in between, straight sort of corridor with nothing blocking it, which is perfect for seeing a band. Then this sort of mid-section, which is where it's like a seating area where kind of all the band's shit was basically put on a bar. And then the third area is where you kind of go upstairs, where you can kind of, it's like a seated area, kind of like almost like a normal bar. And as I think the event goes on, that's going to get particularly busy. It's a really good place to do interviews and stuff. I did a few interviews for, for Bloodstock Radio on there which was which was pretty cool so it's like it's a perfectly set up venue for 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 metal and i would encourage any metal bands and promoters for that matter to really kind of to to go and check that out and speaking of promoters i want to thank obviously um mr andy hughes the uh, defender of the faith there for asking me to to compare and 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 host and host the events which is you know a really i think it's a really big deal for me and it was really nice to be asked, and, and I take it very, very seriously and do as much as I can to support it and so much as I uh, did, did some interviews and do, did some press and stuff to promote it um, and promote stuff via Bloodstock Radio with my good friend Squatter, who also is one of the other defenders of metal and defenders of the faith who's just endlessly and tirelessly supporting metal as well. So it was very, very, very cool of them to, 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 uh, to ask me uh, and Andy Hughes, that is, and he's a wonderful sort of exponent of metal within the scene. I'll talk a little bit about that later. So, what does what does a host do? Well, I didn't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what a host does. Uh, for me, it was like, well, is it like an awards thing where they kind of give out awards and stuff and what have you? 
I didn't know kind of what happened. Do, do you tell jokes? Do you, I don't know what you kind of did. So it was a bit like, oh, okay, what do we do here? So I, I, one of the things I did when I, when I spoke to Andrew O'Neill, Andrew O'Neill's on episode 36, and he's done a crazy amount of these compares for comedy shows, for the Golden Gods and what have you. And it, I just sought his, his advice. I went to see him do comparing and stuff and, and I realised that, you know, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a skill and there's an art to it and there's a, a way of doing it that makes sense and there's a there's a way of doing it where you're not pushing yourself and you're not promoting yourself and you're just kind of doing the show for the purposes of, the, uh, of, of, of everybody having a good time. You're there to entertain and move the show along and it's meant to be like, you know, we explain how the day's going to break down, how the, t- the, the show's going to break down and why they're doing it and what's going on. Maybe interdispersed with a few jokes. So, so thanks very much to Andrew O'Neill for, for, for that because he was invaluable uh, in, in that respect because he's done that at enormous amounts. So I kind of had a little bit of a remit about kind of how I was supposed to do things and how I was supposed to kind of interact with, with, with the audience. So I get there really, really early, because that's, that's the way you do things, and already bands are setting up and stuff, and, and it's a good chance to go, hey, how are you? I'm cool, blah, 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 I'm going to be hosting, stuff like that. And and everybody was was just very, very cool, and sharing gear and stuff and all that. I know the... Um, Two of the bands were running a little, a little late, which is which is always the way because the traffic was fucking crazy going coming into to Liverpool. But it was pretty cool, so I, I kind of scoped the venue out, see what was going on. I go to the the the, the sound guy. You give people, I have a, an intro music because I'm that pompous and, and arrogant. So I have a, I have an intro music, which is the intro music to obviously the spoken metal show. And he was like, "Oh, it's cool." And then the guy says to me, this, the sound guy says to me, he goes. Oh, uh, so what do you? What does it you do? Are you thinking? Of, I assume thinking I was a member of one of the bands. Hopefully, I can pass still for for being a member of a of, of a metal band. But I was like, oh, I, I'm the compere for for tonight. I'm the host, and he's like, hmm, um, never seen a, never seen a, a compare for a metal show before. And I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. Try and try and play cool. And I was like, oh, okay. But inside, I was like, ah, oh, shit. This is probably. Should there be someone who, who who does this at a metal show? Should they probably shouldn't should they? Because it's fucking ridiculous. If you hasn't seen someone do it before, you know, then 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 you shouldn't fucking do it, then should you? Really? I don't know. I I, I kind of thought, you know, and I, and I and I thought for a second, oh shit, what should I, what should I do here? Like you know, <laughs> but I'm a man of my word. I said I'd do this show and I'm doing all the all the heats and land the finals and anything else I've ever asked for. I was like, I'm doing this. I'm going to make it work and I'm going to be you know, make it make it good. And um, but I did have to I'd like to see the doubt. Yeah. So anyway, the band starts arriving and stuff, and we have a, I had a nice conversation with um, Soul Desire. They were one of the bands on the bill. We were talking about kind of the business and stuff, and you share some war stories and stuff, which is nice. Uh, they were they they were super super nice, and then. We kind of. I looked at the the the. I've got obviously, and there's just a set list, if you will, almost a set list, uh, like a list of what's going on when the times the bands are going on. So I devour that and learn it front to back, so I know what I'm going to be saying to people. And at the very bottom, it says the 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 the, the, uh, the winners or the people going on to the final will, as announced by the um, by Mark Cooper of the Spoken Metal Show fame. And I thought, that's nice, that's nice. Not that anybody gives a fuck, but that's nice. I thought, that that's cool. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, we uh, we start off the night, and the first band that we're on was a band called uh, Solus Nils. Um, and it was weird, because I didn't, I've never seen this before. I don't think I've ever, I don't, I don't think this exists. 
I don't think this exists in metal, but I'm probably wrong and feel free to correct me. So the, the first band, before the first band comes on, I have to do an intro. I got maybe like five minutes, ten minutes, and it's almost like a stand-up routine because you can't just, you know, you can't just go, hey, how are you? This is what we do. You've got to at least sprinkle it with some stuff. And so I did a bit where I was saying that, Satan couldn't, you know. Satan was the and played it off as the the reason we, that with to be had to be thankful for here was 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 Andy Hughes. But I I turned it and said, oh, it's because of Satan, and obviously Satan isn't here. And read a short message from Satan as a, as a mobile phone message saying why he couldn't be here and blah blah blah. And I, I thought it was quite funny. I got got some laughs, and that was cool. And that kind of broke the ice. Then I I did the classic, you know. Uh, metal to the masses, da, 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 and I had to say it again to me. And the job I kind of took on, I thought that I needed to do was bring everybody fucking closer to the stage and bring everybody in. If you're up at the bar, get over to fucking to the stage. If you're at the back, get to the front. Like much like a band does, but they have to spend the first sort of two or three songs doing it where they're like, you know, get the fuck up and all that type of shit. I'd rather be, I've, I'll do that for you, and then, then you can just play to these fucking guys right at the front, giving it the, the full fucking beans. So I was like, you know, let's fucking let's go. And I'd only seen two guys for this Solus Nils. And I was like, I wonder, I wonder if it's like a two-piece. That's interesting. If it's a two, that's very interesting. And then it wasn't a two-piece. It was one guy and his friend, who was obviously his mate coming with him to kind of like carry gear and shit. And he'd got like a keyboard set up and some sampling shit and, and two guitars. And, and it's just him. Now I'd heard them sound checking a little bit, uh, and it sounded like a, a band or something were playing to some kind of click or something, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So this guy gets up on his own, on his own, and starts launching into this soundscape sort of battery. He had a battery t-shirt on, uh, battery kind of black metal soundscape, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And everybody was like. What what's this? What's going on here? And then it just started to to started to wail on the guitar, and I was like, "This is insane!" He was triggering stuff off on the keyboards and stuff, and it was so it was a guy playing to a, a, a back tra- backing track, and with and, and samples and stuff, and it was kind of triggering it all himself on his fucking own mind, um, no vocals, and then every, every every the songs were a little bit longer than the average song. I'd say they were more like five or six minutes. Well, that was my, my imagining of it. And then he'd get to the end of the the, the the song, and in this beautiful, I want to, it's some kind of Scandinavian or or or, uh, or, or, or Norwegian kind of voice sort of accent, very beautiful, slowly sort of quietly voice. He'd be like saying, you know, oh, this next song is about this, and this about this, and they just fucking wail into something again. I'd like the right hand of fucking evil playing, just just fucking going he like did a song i think called this is black metal which is you've got to that's it you gotta have a fucking set of stones if you're gonna do that and you're gonna have to have a set of stones if you if you're just playing on your own it's on his own i can't get over that i just thought if, if the guy works at that that's really cool it's not like fucking ed sheeran does metal it's it's much more and i thought if, if he did more stuff with that became more involved i think that could be something really really interesting um you know it kind of um 
reminded me of what's the electronic guy? I keep forgetting him now, um, and I love him to bits as well. Begins with A, and I can never remember him. Anyway, he was like a, a guy on his own, and it reminded me of that I've never saw that. And I thought that that was really, really interesting. I thought maybe if it, for judicious points he would bring in a female vocalist, that could be really haunting. And then maybe bring us like a cellist in every so often and bring in actual instrumentation as well as sampling. I thought that could be really, a could be a really interesting thing. So he kind of played to yeah, a moderate smattering of applause. I mean, it's interesting music and difficult music to get into, but it, I still think he went down pretty well he seemed quite 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 chat and he was huge just a, just a lovely guy just a lovely guy and he would say came up to me afterwards and was like you know hey how are you and he's just a lovely I, I, and, I, and later on I had some a friend on Facebook and, I, and his name escapes me now without having Facebook in front of me but he's just a, a lovely human being and, and just a guy who just was clearly deeply deeply besotted with black Norwegian black metal and that whole scene and, and I just thought that was really great I, I just thought that you're just not going to see that you you're not going to see that supporting a bigger band. You you know where are you going to see that one guy on his own playing samples and stuff with a black metal backdrop? He's never going to fucking hear that. Like I thought it was great, and it'll go one or two ways. If the guy really sort of puts himself into that and sort of really carves out what he's doing with it, that'll be the next most amazing thing you'll see. Or he, he won't and, and it won't get developed and he won't push through, which I urge you to do, my friend. And and, and I think if he does it, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be re- really interesting. So then um, the next sort of band was more, uh, more conventional is the wrong word, but a more kind of similar setup, you know, drums, bass, guitar and, and vocalist. And so before we did that, I was, I, I, when I did a little bit before I introduced them, I was like, how about that fucking guy? I just had to give him some props on on there, you know? And, and I thought that that was, like, really important to say that. Like, and I think the crowd sort of really reacted to him. So then Soul Desire played, and they, I think there's something I want to put on Front Street right the fuck now, and, and, and it's the... This isn't a female-fronted metal band, and I want to fucking... That needs to go away and go away pretty fucking quickly. I'm, I'm sick of the fact that they're defining things of a band are the sexes of the band in it they've got a female drummer they've got a female bassist what i don't care i don't i just don't care and um, becky the lead singer of of soul desire is just a, a, a great metal vocalist end of that's it I, that's about as deep as i want to get with 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 the description of that of of that person i thought that soul desire of you know they're that that I, back in the day when I was playing, they would have scared the life out of me because they were very very polished, and polished is normally a bad word in metal, isn't it? Normally, uh, polished is like oh, it's all, it's all auto tuned and perfected and all that shit. Um, when reality, polished polished is is like Metallica, uh, you know, where it's like everything's done correctly and everything makes sense. There's a flow and an ebb to their set. Um, and I, you know, they, they were. I think they they were going to do a cover, and they decided not to do the cover. I I suggested that they should play their own stuff. Well, so they obviously took that on board, which is nice that someone takes anybody's opinion, at least of all mine. And so, so Becky's the the, the 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 lead the lead singer. But I thought that the whole the whole sort of band themselves looked like they were on the same page. Looked like they were on the same page. Same movements. No one person going crazy over another. I thought the interplay was very, very, very good. So they looked like a finished unit. If I was a, 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 you know, a label, I would be like, if I didn't hear anything, I would see that these are a finished product. And and, and Becky very much has had all the moves 
going. I think she was probably maybe even a little gassed out near the end because you're just throwing a fucking uh, a life at that at, at the set, and you gotta respect that. You have to. But then musically, they were also really, really tight. Re- just you know, really clever, concise songs that get the get the job done. I think I, I jokingly said they had more hooks than a fisherman's satchel, which now I think is a fucking terrible line. But at the time, I thought that was funny. But they were really, really strong, um, and I thought the 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 they're they're on the cusp of something good as well. As as a lot of these bands are, if you think about it, the the, you know, the whole point of this metal to the masses is, is that these are bands on the cusp of becoming possibly becoming something big. Soul Desire are gonna go out and tour soon. They're kind of working around tour and they've they've, they've, they've they were asking my opinion on touring and stuff, which, you know, for what it's worth, I thought that was very nice thing to do. When I, 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 I give them some some bits and pieces, I thought maybe maybe be interesting. I think Soul Desire. I think that I can't I cannot remember the older song names. That, as it forgives me now, there's a lot of lot lot of stuff to take in, but they've got a single on their, their on their, their page now that I think's very polished. If you saw that come out now of of a signed act, you, you would not bat an eyelid uh, at, at at all. I thought they were very, um, very complete, and I think it's once again just to do a little bit of smoothing here. I think maybe they should just keep keep writing the songs that they're writing. They're going to stumble across some great stuff because the the stuff that they're doing now is of a high quality. They're really good. They're really they're really finished, sort of polished gem of of of, of a band. They're waiting to kind of move on to the next phase, and I urge them to not, you know. To, to 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 not hold back and just keep going, try and experiment with the stuff that they're doing because they're writing good stuff. They're moving in the right direction very much. So, um, and then one of the difficult things that we had is I couldn't pronounce this or figure because they tried to late speak to the band to, to to see exactly how to spell this next band's spell uh, pronounce this next band's name. Um, uh, it was a Tanamia, but I must have come up with a fucking billion different ways of saying it. A Tanatia, a Tanamira, uh, or every every sort of connotation you could have thought of. And I was fucking just like, what the fuck? Anyway, there was a guy in the front row or the front group of people, and this big motherfucker with a big fucking crazy hair, like Coed Canberra hair. <laughs> He's just like big crazy hair. And he was loud to every single fucking thing. He's headbanger like a motherfucker. And he's just, you know, he's just he's just loving it. And I didn't see him with anybody else. He looks like he was, the motherfucker was on his own. I salute you, sir. And I spotted him. And I was like, just before Tanamir came on, I was like, how do you, how do you pronounce them? And he was like, it's, I think it's Tanamir. He was lovely as well. Like, he could be a monster crazy guy during the set. And he's lovely afterwards. I love that dichotomy. And then, so when I said, like, we're going to introduce the next band, I was like, fuck it, let's get this guy up. And he did like this deep growl through, Atanamia! And they fucking, and off they go. Now, Atanamia was something else. Was something else. Right, right up whatever proverbial alley you've got the uh, brilliance. So it's all kind of like, it's just thrash and 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 metal. Just that, just everything. You know what I mean? Uh, the just it's a three piece, and it just there's not a fucking ounce of gristle or fat on it. It's all fucking away we go. Some stuff moving in obvious directions, but just played really great. It was all sepultura uh, aggression, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, um, and earlier sepultura, I would say as well, and then all that kind of black label society stuff. And it was funny because afterwards I got talking to the, the guitarist, and I was like, I, I spotted all kind of black label stuff going on there, and, and I spotted a little sepultura. Sure enough, he rolls up his arm. Motherfucker's got a huge black label society t- t- tattoo on. Rolls up his thigh. 
his, his shorts. He's got a fucking huge Sepultura uh, S on his on his leg as well. He was like, oh, well spotted. Like, I was like, well, he's, he, it's not like he didn't hide it. But they were just, I've never seen you know three men so fucking just in a band, just so on the same page, just pulling the crowd in. People just fucking, they were just crazy crazy good every song had like two or three riffs in it just keep on moving through it minimal amount of soloing but it was there so it was kind of everything it wasn't you know where it's some bands like a move away from the solo and now because it still wasn't cool then it was just none of that it was just all this really fucking great thrashing and just great riffs god damn it he can play um and the everything about it just made sense you know when you're in a three-piece um as opposed to a four-piece, because the the singers also playing the guitar, it's really tough to sometimes separate them. They tend to syncopate quite closely together, and so to have four individual parts, even though one of those parts is played by the same person, it seemed difficult. But the, it's the guy playing bass, and I saw those wonderful moments as well. The guy's play plays bass with a pick, um, and he drops his pick, keeps playing because he's fucking metal. A fan, and this is in the front when the people are fucking thrashing around, going crazy, finds that pick. It looked like a dark green pick. Like, so how the fuck he found that on the floor? I've no idea. Hands it back to the thingy, both back to the bassist, both of them keep headbanging. I was like, now that is fucking metal, and that's exactly what we want. And so they they were just telling me, just, you know, if you can catch them, you need to catch them. So I'll talk about them a little bit in a sec as well. So... Then we had this, like, the, the system they, they kind of have is you have, like, tokens and you vote and stuff, whatever. And it was it was, it was was really close. I don't think, I don't think Sol, Solus Nilus got that many things. I think they're kind of quite divisive as a band anyway of what they're going to be. But that's fine. That's how, that's how metal it is. And so I had to go, okay, how do you want me to introduce or announce the winner? Um, and I was going to do it at the end after the, the, the headliners, which I'll talk about in a sec. So they were like, okay, you should probably just, go out there and just fucking say it straight away. I don't none of this like in reverse order and I didn't want to fuck it up and I didn't want to say the wrong name. I was obsessed with the guy did the fucking wrong name of the Miss World thing and he was like said the wrong name. I didn't want to be that guy on my first day on the job. Anyway, whilst that was going um all consumed with the headliners and they, what they do is they do a guest headliner. So the, the the plan is obviously someone who's previously won Metal to the Masses, in this case 2014's Metal to the Masses Preston um, all consumed coming headline and I, and I think that's a, there's probably more to that than you initially see so for example with that the all consumed have been there then they've proved that they've someone who's, who's won and then got on and played the new blood stage and proved that that's it and they came back and they were talking to all the other bands which I thought was just fucking a really very cool thing to do. That you know what, you know, go back and say, listen, this is what you do if you win. This is how I would do. This is why you should do it. You know, words of advice. That that's fucking amazing. That as a sidebar to that, I tell you what I also seen as well uh, uh, during like a Tanamia set, particularly all the members of the other bands were watching and they had banging, enjoying themselves and drinking and all the rest of it watching the other bands there was none of this fucking and i made reference to it when it came out before it announced that all, all consumed there was none of this um thing of, of uh, there's a there's a widely vaunted thing that there's a, a bit of a elitism in metal that one band's out to get another band's spot that battle of the bands is is like you know fuck you over before you fuck me over and not anything and and i'm here to tell you i've been in the field it's not the case it's bollocks everybody can win 
everybody can win. Even if there's only one spot going into this buzz, I think you just re-enter. There's, there's plenty of other opportunities. No one's trying to outdo anybody else in that respect. The only thing they're trying to do is play better than the next person. So they do a better show. It's as simple as that. It really is. And I saw that. I saw people headbanging and, and, and giving it the full on. Uh, just to just because they enjoyed what was being played, that's simply the only reason. So then, all consumed, and I've been listening to all consumed uh, a lot before the show. We're, we're just fucking Jesus Christ. The guitarist, I, think, I believe his name's Darren. Um, what a player, just what a fucking pocket riffer, like pocket player. Just did you know, straightforward stuff played really, really well. And when so I'm kind of near the front anyway, trying to be the youthful man that I want to be, trying to headbang and mosh and pit and stuff and all that shit and, and looking des- desperately more than ever like an old man. But then some fucking f- flowing hair flies past me into the fucking pits, headbanging wildly in front of them. It's Andy Hughes. It's the fucking promoter. He's right at the front, giving it the full fucking windmill, not the half windmill, not the small window. Window in mill, the big fucking waving his hair, fucking giving it the fucking, and he's the promoter. He's the guy to put this show on. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. I love that. I love that. And they were just fucking, you know. I think, uh, I think it's buried in blood. They, that's a fucking great song. That I think it's called buried in blood. That's a great song by all consumers. You'd really need to check out. And they were. Nothing but super nice. I did an interview with them for Bloodstock Radio, and they, they were just fucking nothing but praise for as rightly so for for the whole competition. They were super super nice, and I, I really want to stay in touch and see kind of what they do as a band because I think they're just fucking just a class act front to back. About how they did the, the act themselves, you should be very proud of how they acted there, and, and and even more proud of the music they're making, which is just fucking brilliant. So then we get to the announcement. And I'm like, shit, you know, I played all the cards that I was I was maybe thinking I wouldn't play, but it's like, you know, make a noise for all the bands that played, you know, that's thank this, this, that's thank that person. You gotta do that shit. And I was like, I, I can't just go Atanamir. So I was like, Atanamir And it was like, Rah. So then Atanamir get up on stage and it's the singer, the guitarist, and the bassist, and I'm like, Where's the where's the other motherfucker? Where's the drummer? And he's like, he's I think he's gone home. And I'm like, talk to the the, the guitarist and, and singer. I was like, what, what the fuck do you mean he's gone home? He was like, he's gone home. I was like, go and check. So we're standing there like fucking one of Lewis's to quote a, a Scouse phrase. And and he comes back and he goes, he's gone. And I was like, well, we've got to get a photo to show the, the winners. And he's like, just get a photo. You got in the photo. And I was like, Sans is just leading. So the drummer had I'd maybe I didn't think he was gonna win. I love that. Then he was like, fuck, we got no chance. The bands were amazing. And it's fucking gone home. So it, God bless you. Probably like I've not not bluff here, but then you know the guys uh, later on we we came off stage we had a couple couple of drinks, and uh, the 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 guitarist from from Atanami came up to me and he, and he gave me a huge hug and and I think it I I know it meant the fucking world to him. He brought a load of his friends. Turned out he I think he may have been Portuguese or some of his friends were Portuguese, um, or even uh, a Brazilian and and they had. They had come to see him as well. I think he's living here now. He used to live there and he's living here now, which is a, a fantastic story. And he was just blown away that, that he'd won. I just didn't think that he didn't think they were going to win. I was like, you do realise that that set was fucking brilliant, by the way. And he, I don't think he realised just how, how great, great they were. And he would, they were just super, super nice people, like, which is just, you know, what a, a brilliant sort of example of one heat, just one heat, um, 
you get these three three ads. And then what something really amazing happened afterwards during the period of kind of like um the 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 the, the, the days afterwards is virtually all the bands I think every band, yeah, I think most of the bands and all the bands that played had friend requests off and had friend requests off people that were and think and a lot of and saying some very nice things, sharing very nice photos and, and, and all the rest of it. I went there, didn't know anybody, or didn't know that many people. I thought I knew all about like the scene and stuff, but there was three bands there, four if you can't all consumed, that I really didn't know about, that I really didn't kind of have had to do some homework to find out. And now but I really like them and I'm looking forward to what they're hearing. And, you know, made made some friends, some people genuinely, you know, can say, hey, you know what's going on and, and hopefully they'll listen to the show and, and like it. And, and and I thought that's just a what a you know that whole phrase, everybody wins. Well fucking everybody did. You know, so the 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 winners at Tanamia, obviously they, they win sort of on that point of view, but certainly the Solus Neus and uh, and Soul Desire Certainly got a lot, a, a lot of respect and a lot of time, and hopefully, you know, off this podcast, you, you'll go away and listen to some of those bands. You know, I strongly urge you to do so because they were great, and I'm just looking forward now. I haven't looked at who's in the next heats now because I wanted to kind of concentrate on this one, but I'm going to look at the next heats and see kind of the same thing there. And I just, you know, what a wonderful, what a wonderful thing. You know, when life, life is is fucking really hard. Um, life's tough and all the rest of it, and we know this, and we know you know we all suffer from some from, from from all the kind of bad things that the, the life throws at you. But you can go to a show where you don't know anybody, you can make a load of friends, you can watch some really good metal, and then and then come home and everything's great. And I and I think that that's that's brilliant. You know that's a really really powerful thing to have. Um. So yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, I'll put up obviously posts about when the next the next one is and stuff. I won't bore you with it now because you'll never remember. And no one ever listens to the ends of the show, I'm sure. But as always, you know, I'm going to put this out there so the bands can hear it. Didn't get a chance to speak to everybody and do everything with everybody, you know, in terms of go through stuff with everybody. I'm, t- I'm talking to them online now and, and we're doing that. But yeah, I'm on to the next heat now. Looking forward to what they bring. Uh, some really great acts I've been told I lined up. I can't. I can't wait. Hopefully, uh, I've got a friend band playing as the guest headliners at this one or the next one, which is going to be brilliant. It's a full circle. You help your friends out. They play them, but they all they they won the the bloodstock uh, metal to the masses as well. So looking forward to this. Should be great. Um, looking forward to the next heat two of metal to the masses, 2019. Oh.